0: Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 170 of the Double Density podcast with your host, Stefan and Brian.
1: Double Density is your home to tech tales and paranormal primers. Now, first, things first, as you've noticed, the intro is a little bit different. I am joined by my wife, Stephanie, because we do summertime shows together.
0: Yeah, it's like our tradition now.
1: It is our tradition. And I, uh, per like our personal tradition, I forced you to watch something uh for this episode. So we're only going to talk <laughs> yeah. about some like conspiracy theory uh like uh, uh, pseudo paranormal stuff, mostly conspiracy stuff.
0: You can definitely tell this isn't something that I would have chosen for our movie night. For no. sure.
1: No. <laughs> uh, it, but it's something that you are okay with.
0: I'm definitely interested in knowing the bonkersness of Alex Jones, so yes.
1: So uh yeah, we'll be talking about the 2006/7 film Terror Storm. Uh, by Alex Jones. A history of government-sponsored terrorism. Now, I picked this up at a thrift store for a dollar recently, and I was like, this needs to be double density content, and here we are.
0: That was way more that you should have paid for that, but, you know, well, like, for, sure. for fodder. For I should have sure. paid a quarter. I sh- it should have been given like, who, who, <laughs> like, I can't believe they are actually, like, someone wants to buy this. So, like,
1: an old ALL disc, like, should have been given? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: so, I'm going to do a couple of things before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of, of the film. I want to read the quote, because usually there's, like, a, a poll quote or something, right, from someone that's, like, pretty big up on a movie poster, right?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. I'm going to read the quote. Alex Jones is a true patriot, a genuine hero, actor, director, Charlie Sheen.
0: Oh, well. If you're endorsed by Charlie Sheen, then you know. So
1: if you go to the back, it gets even better. Uh, Terror Storm sets a new standard in documentary filmmaking. Alex Jones knocks it out of the park yet again. Dylan Avery, the director of Loose Change, your favorite documentary Loose Oh, Change. my
0: God. Loose Change. For anyone out there who watched Loose Change or in my – like, I was watching Zeitgeist in my third year of university I th- and, you know <laughs> – don't ask me where I found it. There was probably some Miranda website that everyone was on and like, oh my God, did you hear about this? Well, it was,
1: it was on YouTube in parts or I think, right? Or something I don't, like that. Was or it was like YouTube Daily Motion? Yeah. Again? Well, YouTube started to like gain traction in 2006, 2007. Yeah. Well, that but was, was exactly a, when I graduated. There was a 10 though. minute limit per video, right? Oh. At the time. Are you
0: telling me I watched Zeitgeist in like 56 segments or something like
1: that? Uh, maybe. Or like it, it would have been like, yeah, Daily Motion or something. Like one of these that offered like the full um, documentary experience. Or like Angela and I have taken a call on these like uh, personal video essays because they're not really objective documentaries, right? Especially, um, uh, this classy movie all about like, uh, the 7-7 bombing in London, as well as uh, 9-11. Um, yeah. As uh, well as
0: many conspiracies. And let's also, before we begin this, just talk about how badly done the, um, subtitling or the, like how many mistakes there were in the written content.
1: Right. So my favorite thing is I wrote this down. So the first thing we did is we jumped to the special features. There's a trailer for another Alex Jones movie called Martial Law and they miswrote Republican as...
0: Republican
1: Republican. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, you already knew you, this was worth the dollar you spent.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't
0: know how much they paid their team to do any kind of,
1: well, I don't know. They right. clearly
0: weren't fact checking. I mean, so why is, uh, would they spell check?
1: Alex Jones, uh, you know, made his bones with nine eleven. Unfortunately, he's still, uh, you know, a blight on society he still exists, right? The Parkland shooting denier, the QAnon deep diver, the Trump believer, Um, He's really forged a career out of grifting.
0: Wait, the uh, weightlifter or the (laughs) the protein powder selling. His um, project 1776. Vitamins. Yeah, he
1: has vitamins. He has like Patriot vitamins and like Survivor vitamins. Oh my God. Did I ever send you that news story about like a former staffer, a former video of his was talking about how he used to just wander around the like uh, Infowars studios just shirtless all the time?
0: That doesn't surprise me at all. So he probably thought it was like, look how virile I am or something like that.
1: So Alex Jones, I think, does a really good job of like setting a framework by which to push a particular narrative. Right. So he kind of like shows how historically the CIA has gotten involved in like foreign wars and things like that. And these are like very clearly declassified documents that you can go and read and like make sense. Like he's talking about the USS Liberty during the Six Day War um, and how the Israelis were hoping to false flag that and make the Americans believe it was an Egyptian so that they could side with the Israelis in this war. Uh, for example, like that's one of the things he was talking about Gladio, which is just like, it, it was an ongoing decades long, um, CIA backed, um, um, series of operations by which they were, um, false flagging or creating, um, uh, uh insurrection, right. To, to topple regimes.
0: Right. Right. So to give, to sort of give a, an, an excuse to do whatever they yeah, did to,
1: to like, like, uh, bring in like, uh, uh. Actors, and I use the term actors, not as like acting, but like like state actors right, and, right. who are like sympathetic to the West and like will continue their causes, right? And so like the crux of this film kind of like look, looks at some of the seven seven bombing stuff, and um, uh, the BBC had actually done a really good. Um, documentary years afterwards debunking a lot of like what was mentioned in this one like the way that the railway like explosions were like uh insinuated that the bombs were like under mm-hmm. the 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 metro the, cars the carriage the yeah. carriage yeah
0: yeah for sure
1: so you lived in london right
0: i did i, I lived... mean i say
1: that as if for a question i know that's, that should have been a <laughs> statement
0: <laughs> <It's> tr- <laughs> yes i lived there for two years um so i was there from 2011 Uh, early 2011 all the way to almost the end of uh, 2012. So um, obviously it was a few years after the 7-7 bombings, but there was still like the after effects of it in terms of CCTV being in every tube station. Um, As I mentioned, when we were watching it, the removal of all garbage cans or like rubbish bins, as they call them (laughs) from the underground, just because of that fear of, of bombs being placed there again. So, I mean, yeah, the, obviously there, there was a lot of after effects that changed a lot of how things were done. Um, in terms of surveillance. Yeah. For sure. and, and
1: just the way that like the, this theater of war has created this like way by which governments can then create mechanisms by which to control uh, people um, to various degrees. Because once again, like I think Alex Jones does a really good job of like creating a framework by which you could believe a lot of these things and then like goes too far. Or,
0: it, or it's a really subtle way of saying like, look, I'll throw these seven facts at you. So I'll just slip in these three other like wild conspiracy theories. So it adds like certain credibility to it. Cause you think, okay, well what he was talking about before was true and these are declassified files. So this other stuff he's coming up with must also be true.
1: Like he believes that the CIA, um, and then like the, the sort of like the apparatus, this, um, cabal for lack of a better word of like people controlled, um, um, the way by which these Saudi hijackers, uh, uh, you know, uh, launched planes into buildings.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's his his view of things is definitely that this was all pre orchestrated or it was it was a means to an end to get people to agree to certain things like the war and the, you know, the surveil like the the increase of giving personal information for the sake of the country's security, whereas, you know, he sees that as more of a it was the vehicle needed for people to feel that they were complicit, or like they would agree to that kind yeah. of—it's a—it's a
1: concept called manufactured consent, right? So the idea right. of setting up the framework by which you believe certain things, um, you know, patriotism right after 9-11 was at an all time high. So you know, um, the idea of pushing through a lot of these um um laws and like provisions, you know, the Patriot Act, for example, like it was just a way by right. which. Um, they could use this just this incident as a way of like... So he believes that this was a manufactured incident created hand-in-hand um, in hand with the Saudis and the Americans in order to be able to um, install permanent military bases and also control um, Iraqi oil spaces. Because the whole thing and we know this to be a fact now, is that, like, Saddam Hussein didn't have a weapon of mass destruction. He had mm-hmm. the capabilities, perhaps, but he never actually made one, right? And so then Colin Powell and like, basically, like, early t- 2003 is, like, the declaration of, like, the war on terror, right? So they're going to invade Iraq. They're going to invade Afghanistan under the pretext of, like, hunting for Osama bin Laden. A um, funny thing to note about Osama bin Laden, I showed you a news clip, or rather a clip from the Alex Jones show from July 25th, 2001, where he names Osama bin Laden as, like, a bad guy that, right. like, the U.S. could use. Right, right. But I feel like that's more um, uh, like a broken clock being like, uh, t- like right twice a day versus like him threading this needle of like being like a prophet by which he <laughs> saw 9-11 coming. Explicitly. Yeah,
0: no, I don't think he was, <laughs> I don't think he had some sort of vision or anything, but that's it. I think he uses what he has for like, that's exactly it. Like something like you said, where it's twice a day, he was right. So these really minimal times where he was actually right. Um sort of he thinks that gives him the ability to be right about like everything else, right? Because he's like, oh, well, l- look at this one time where I was actually really right. So it must mean everything I'm saying is the truth.
1: Yeah. It's funny um, uh, thinking about this and thinking about Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 911. Once again, another personal video essay, not necessarily a documentary. Right. Sort of thinking about those in tandem, right? And so I feel like there are degrees by which um, uh, you could view... Um, the the post nine tr- eleven like sort of like narrative or like the truth quote unquote let's say right because right. Michael Moore is saying that like um, uh, the U S was like aware of these things happening versus Alex Jones saying that the U S manufactured these Saudi hijackers.
0: Oh, for sure. It I think that Michael Moore is more in the sense of like holding the U S like meaning like oh like you knew these things could happen and look at now what happened because things didn't happen like weren't stopped before. Whereas I think Alex Jones is like. You are all the puppet masters behind this, and like you know, sort of sitting back and watching it all happen because you orchestrated it and you got exactly what you wanted, which it, is yeah. no civil liberties. Yeah, you know, I mean it's a loss
1: of civil liberties. Yeah, like, you know, like uh, uh, you know, after the 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 shoe thrower that like Bush dealt with, like oh right, suddenly, you know every single American airport you have to take your shoes off all the time.
0: True. Exactly. Also, can we just talk about how Alex Jones like pronounces certain? Oh yeah, he said
1: the best is he said naked at one point. Naked instead of saying naked, like they found a man naked in an alleyway, he (laughs) said naked.
0: Naked he also definitely sounds like terror like terror yeah, terror. yeah um i mean
1: that's just uh, the way that his like texan upbringing yeah the like, war is gonna, on terror it's yeah. weird though because he's like compared to like how he is and like i want to say like more unhinged over the last like decade or so like he was very muted in his voiceover like this is 2006 2007 the reason i say 2006 and 2007 is because he released Storm and then re-released it the year later with like 20 minutes and then like an extra bonus feature he
0: needed the director's cut <laughs> the story needed to be told <laughs>
1: do you think you approach criterion i was like can you put out a Possibly. Criterion yeah, a collection of those. oh my
0: god well you know you love dvd extras or... i do i
1: do love movie extras and blu-ray extras you make fun and of and there me were NSA. extras
0: on this disc
1: yes there was there was a a, a talk and then there's also um um uh trailers for uh yeah for the movies martial law and dark secrets
0: oh my god should have gone straight to criterion i know obviously. they should have yeah they should have you i want have the, miss. i want
1: the alex jones pen booklet you know like when you open yeah, the, yeah, of the course, clear criterion of course. case and it's right there <laughs> man, it was such a dream to just have the criterion disc. Um, but it's funny because like he draws certain points that like make sense. Like the Saudi, like the Saudis and the Americans have definitely had like a very long relationship together, like harmoniously. Right. Like mm-hmm. even during the Bush years, like the, he showed that infamous picture of them holding hands.
0: Of course. Yeah. Right. I mean, but this is it like peppering facts yeah. with a bunch of just conspiracy. Like it's, it's like a slippery slope because it's almost like when he talks about certain things, that's it. Like those can be verified and those can be fact checked. But a lot of the other stuff he says, it's not remotely like he'll say like, Oh, this is a fact. And he'll have some like rando other conspiracy theorists, confirm it in the sense of almost like this person is a spokesperson for the white house or something which by the way was never capitalized properly it's true it in was the also one word it
1: said what <laughs> it said white house one word no capitals uh, so i'm gonna God. ask you a very tough question what do you think nine eleven was what do you think it was like ultimately at the end of the day like was it actually like the official narrative makes sense or like do you believe it's some variation of that
0: I mean, I I think it's like a very lo- like it's a long answer to something like that. Like, do I? Do you think- want to take a
1: cigarette break and just yeah. just puff away? <laughs> I need to light it up <laughs> let right now. T- let me turn the light off about-
0: and do my Criterion commentary, <laughs> like the director's commentary. Um, I think it's it's complicated. I don't think it's as ex- as like direct as me were maybe told about it. But yeah. nothing, to be honest, nothing is right. Like. The general public does never really knows all the in-depth fact about any, like, large-scale world event, Well, it's you funny know? you say that
1: because you think about, like, the, the, the current discourse of, like, UFOs and things, right? Like, the, right. the notion of, like, UFO disclosure and, like, the government needs to tell us everything. And it's like, that never happens. Of
0: course not. Or, like, any kind of, you know, I I know this is obviously something you've all talked about, but, like, things like, you know, assassinations and all. Like, these are all shrouded yeah. in, like a certain mystery, right? Where it's like, okay, this is, this is what everyone knows, but this is what really <laughs> happened. You know, like, I that mean, kind like people have thing. made
1: entire careers based off that. Right.
0: Right. Of course. Well,
1: one good point is like, so for example, like they talked about the, the Gulf of Tonkin incident, right? So the Gulf of Tonkin near, um, uh, near Korea, right? This whole notion of like using, um, uh, the attack on, uh, you know, US ships as a pretext by which to launch, um, uh, a whole Vietnamese offensive almost. Right. Oh.
0: Well yeah, I mean they were looking for like a catalyst yeah. to say like, okay, we we know what we wanna do. Yeah. We need something that will sort of give us like that wink nudge excuse. To go on the say, on the like to execute the plan that we already had in mind.
1: Yeah, and so like there you look for example and you you see that and like this has been like declassified. This was truly a false flag operation that they pulled, right. right? Right. Like, but we only find about dec- decades later, right? So a lot of these unsealing of documents only happen when it doesn't really matter anymore, right? Because for example, they keep pushing back. Um, I know there's a huge trove of like GFK documents that got released a couple of years ago. Right. But they're still holding back layers of it, and then like that is very clear. Of there's missing pages and things like that. Like, and so to me, like it, looking at nine eleven, do I believe that the US was aware of something perhaps do I think they orchestrated it no do I think that they tried to capitalize on that post 9-11 to be able to um uh, uh sort of like um uh, solidify their global empire I do think so
0: again using it as like if we're using that sort of analogy as a sort of like Trojan horse to get in you yeah. know like this so, okay we want to do this let's capitalize on how everyone's feeling and go and invade yeah. and like use the guise of mass distru- <laughs> weapons of mass destruction as, as our vehicle to get in because like everyone will be in, in agreement with this right
1: well i mean like you look at u.s foreign policy in the, the 40s and 50s like post-world war ii they do believe that there is like uh the domino theory right uh, like if one country turned to communism then like sooner or later, like those countries around them mm-hmm. would fall to. And that's, that's why they went to Korea in the early fifties. Right. Cause they, right. they want to battle communism. Right. And that is a big worry as to why they also invaded Vietnam is because they believe that like the Vietnam people deserved liberty and freedom. Right. It's the right. installation of democracy, but it's like U.S. backed democracy. Right. So once again, well, it's yes. this interplay of like, you know, um, um, state actors that you want to install and ensure that they are friendly to you.
0: Cool. I mean, let's not pretend there's obviously an agenda in everything that they're doing. It's not purely for the freedom and liberty of yeah. other people. It's like S- it, it's, there's always a personal v- vested interest
1: in there too. So you, you don't believe that like uh, there were explosives inside?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. Like <laughs> I, I, I don't, and I feel like this is a this is a situation where it's like this. Uh, I just feel like, do I th- like okay? Obviously like to use that sort of example do I think it's anything like the the movie like the wag the dog where like you're basically like creating things on a st- sound stage yeah, or a like a
1: manufactured thing yeah, yeah like a
0: manufactured thing that like we're going to blow landing. up and we're going to do all that like no of course not I don't think to that extent but do I think that like you know the every person has the full knowledge of exactly what happened and everything that like all of the, like, explicit details behind it? Of course not. But that's, like, that's, of course, nobody, we're never going to know that, probably. Yeah. And like you said, if it's ever going to get declassified in any way, it'll be in, like, 60 years you know, when it'll like, be, like, More so, like 120. Yeah, or not, exactly. I mean, if we're still around even, here on Planet Earth. Right, right, exactly, of course. Um, But that's it's not going to happen now. And, I mean, like I said, I do I think that it was seen as, like, an opportunity to do certain, you know, things that were already in the works and, like, looking for an excuse, absolutely. That was exploited, for sure. But I do not believe in the fact that this was orchestrated just as a means of control.
1: Yeah. I do believe that they decided to, like, wrestle control or, like... Uh, use this as a pretext to gain domestic control over over people, right? And right. like he keeps talking about Big Brother and like not trusting anyone, and like once again, like broken clock twice a day, right? I do believe that like questioning the motives by which the the pillars of power um, um, interfere, let's say, in your day to day lives, mm-hmm. like is 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 very valid. But to, for it to come from Alex Jones is a little bit problematic.
0: Yeah. And I mean, also at one point, if there really was some sort of conspiracy or like this really was something, don't you think they would encourage people like Alex Jones to create these propaganda stories? And like it almost like takes the heat because then if you create if it's perpetuated by people who you can clearly see are unhinged. Then it would be like, oh yeah, keep talking, keep saying this nonsense, because it just takes away any credibility that would be out there. It's
1: funny you say that because there is a certain subset of the internet that actually does believe that um, Alex Jones is a asset and they've raised him as such. Like they, wow. they wholly well. believe that he's an apparatus by which, like, um, uh, they can like turn up the crank factor on like conspiracy culture and like. Uh, even some of the the QAnon stuff, and even he talks about some of the UFO disclosure stuff. The way that he talks about that, like some people believe that he's just like a, like the the conspiracy version of like an industry plant. Like he's being backed by the CIA. He is a wholly owned asset of theirs that they've created.
0: That's kind of an interesting thought, because honestly, like not that I'm saying it's true, but it's a very interesting way to see it. Because well, like if you wanted it. to take the heat off something you were saying, wouldn't you get someone who's so ridiculous in the way that they present it? to really like debunk any credibility to that like idea or theory. I mean, it's It's an interesting thought. He'd be a useful idiot, right? Yeah.
1: I don't know. The degree to which, like, let's follow this conspiracy, the degree to which he believes himself to be Patriot versus like a, a company man, as they call CIA agents, like very interesting interplay there. Um, speaking of that though, he, um, I think he was at like speaker's corner, at one point.
0: Yeah. Just
1: yelling about like the 77 bombings and like how to like n- to make sure they don't take your liberties away.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I was just thinking of the thought that if he is a plant, do you think it's also part of their idea that he's shirtless and selling like <laughs> protein he gets, powder? He gets secret
1: CIA memos <laughs> saying like, like, please.
0: They're like, secretly the CIA is like an MLM that needs to like get money.
1: Hear me out though. Um, Let's follow this thread down, right? So if you are ordering from Alex Jones's store, if you're ordering the 1776 line of products, you probably need a credit card maybe you get a mailing list. The government then creates a very useful list of people to watch out for.
0: That's it. Or the government has a really like reliable downline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the two that the like, you know, they basically get to go on a free cruise once a
1: year <laughs> because of all these people. <laughs> just imagine the CIA people rubbing their hands, like gleefully uh, at the amount of money that they're making. That's that. it. I mean, but
0: like who knows, right? Yeah. Like there could be all these other motives for why he's doing things. And honestly, the reason he's viewed as such a buffoon, what a perfect yeah, front for sure. For some, I'm, uh, again, I'm not saying that he. If is If you want to that. discredit
1: a narrative, <laughs> someone loud and yeah, proud of him is perfect, right? Because you see it. him yelling at speakers' corner. He goes to Crawford, Texas um, during like one of Bush's like, uh, and I'm talking like W. Bush here, um, like weekend, like weeks off. You mean right? W? W. Sorry, I apologize. Naked W. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he goes to there and he talks to people and he like he like um, talks to the Secret Service people who set up like an outpost. Yeah. blocking people from like going over there and he just like he's making himself like and he's he's a nuisance.
0: D- you know what? I just had a random thought of and this is like I'm totally deviating. But you know the office episode with Dwight and Charles Minor, and he's gonna tell him that Michael is starting a company. Yeah. And that he's like that he doesn't, that he doesn't have any money, right? And yeah. that he's gonna sell it. And then Jim brings Dwight in and Dwight starts saying the most like, Tell me the top cases you solved. And then he starts talking about that and immediately Charles is like, forget it. Like you're you're just a liar or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of what it is, it's, right? It's, it's, it's analogous.
1: Like, I mean, if we wanna follow down that thread, absolutely. I you know, do I actually believe that Alex Jones is a CIA asset? No, because he would have edited himself accidentally at one point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, he's not very smart at like No, well you I mean, like
1: so the last like twenty minutes of the film centers on like Charlie Sheen coming out and being like a nine eleven truther and like um uh his ex-wife like leaving him, right? Miss what was her Denise name? But what was her name in, in the in the double seven movie? Why am I black? Oh, like, something like something Christmas?
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. She was like a doctor or something. Yeah, or like a
1: physicist, right? Yeah, or whatever. So, whatever. Denise Richards is like you are unfortunately crazy, like I'm taking the kids with me and he's like no, no and like so he goes on Alex Jones's um um radio show and then like that creates a whole wave of like we saw like a whole interview with Jimmy Kimmel basically like tearing him a new one for like being a weirdo. And once again like there are nuggets of truth to what someone like Charlie Sheen will say, but then like you push that so beyond the limits of like believability that like you require proof for these things. And it's all it's the same thing with paranormal study. Like to me I need a th- certain, like, threshold for for me to, like, believe something, right? I need some evidence right. or something. If I want to believe in UFOs, if I want to believe in ghosts, if I want to believe in cryptids, which you, we talked about Bigfoot today, actually, Yeah, enough.
0: for sure. I, I think also that's it. You'd be like, oh, Charlie Sheen has some good points. And then you'd hear him talking about tiger blood. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I guess. no. So this is exactly the same thing. Hear right? me out,
1: though. Like, maybe he, uh, uh, maybe the CIA, like, melted his brain, right? Because that's the thing is that, like, that is a fun conspiracy, like quote unquote fun. That is a conspiracy that you can then push, right? Because.
0: But why Charlie Sheen specifically?
1: Uh, Because he knew too much of nine eleven, And so like, why not
0: Emilio Estevez? That's but... what I'm saying. Like,
1: why not the, <laughs> the other part of the family or Joe, right? Your or, favorite, or your Joe, favorite Estevez. Or not, Joe or not...
0: Martin <laughs> Sheen. Like, was it a family thing yeah. or just Charlie Sheen specifically? And
1: so you look at that and you go like, oh, this could have been like a CIA, like, like operation, but like the destruction of Charlie Sheen's mind.
0: Like he knew too much, so they made him have a mental breakdown, yeah, like a nervous yeah, breakdown, yeah I mean, I mean
1: like rationally speaking could, that is that is no basis in reality no, honestly. And but I mean, like
0: you can make a conspiracy theory about anything right the any the downfall of any person you could sort of rationalize and say, like, oh, maybe there was a greater so like who knows? Yeah. we'll never know really,
1: so i'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you something, so if you Google Storm, could you read the three the the main cast, please?
0: The main cast is. <laughs> <laughs> the first build cast member is Adolf Hitler, then Alex Jones, and then Charlie Sheen. Right.
1: Adolf Hitler, because they talk about the burning of the Reichstag and, and how that allowed him to like go and come into power. Bush and is like that. fourth. Oh, Bush is fourth, of
0: course. W. Bush is fourth. Wow. Wait, I'm sorry. It, does Hitler have an IMDb page?
1: Does he? Yeah, I don't know. Click on it. <laughs>
0: why would he have an IMDb page? No, he doesn't. Okay, he doesn't. He just has a Wikipedia.
1: Okay. Cause I say maybe it's archival footage. No,
0: no, he wasn't. Yeah, no.
1: Cause like, once again, like, like um, Alex Jones for the first like 25 ish minutes of the movie, like kind of like has this like progression of like, these are the things that have happened. Right. Um, historically.
0: Again, to, le- to like give you the, fallacy of saying like so because all these things i listed for you are true (laughs) therefore whatever i'm saying afterwards must also be true
1: do you feel like maybe uh do you ever think that he consciously thinks about these things that like he's like perhaps like weaving a narrative that isn't true or like is he so righteous in his belief that the government is out to get him that he does not care anymore and has never cared
0: i think he did care at the beginning. I think in, in his so-called humble beginnings of being on what, like public access yeah, you TV. Can, yeah.
1: D- I, there's that infamous like YouTube video of yeah, him carving the pumpkin yeah, <laughs> <that's what laughs> from I'm the thinking late nineties.
0: So it's like, I think he probably started off feeling like very, you know, in his ideals saying that like, Oh, that I'm, I'm the voice that's, that's speaking truth in this like world of lies or whatever. But now I think he's become almost like a caricature of himself, you know, that it's like basically anything going on in the world, Alex Jones will come in and say that it's a conspiracy. will come in to say that, you know, like, all the clips we've watched where I've, like, laughed my head off about, like, sulfur and flies and, Oh, you know, Hillary
1: being dead. Yeah, and was, yeah. And, and, heard and Obama you And, know, demons. Well, right. we're not going to talk about the freaking frogs being gay because, like, there is, once again, a basis of reality in that, like, the, the chemical composition of water around marshlands in certain places in the U.S. has mutated frogs and, like, destroyed their genitalia.
0: Right. But somehow, him just yelling out, it's making the freaking frogs gay doesn't, you know. No, like, it doesn't
1: ring scientifically true. No. Right? I also feel like he's commodified himself. Like back in the day, when you visited InfoWars and like I'm, I'm probably outing myself as someone who's like spent like way too many years thinking about these things. But like he used to sell like books and DVDs, but now it's it's supplements. It's like uh like uh ration packs. It's a well, it's whole like, lifestyle. It's, it's
0: a li- Exactly, you hit the nail right on the head. It's a lifestyle. It's the idea that if you ascribe to this and you're a patriot or however he's. Oh, he Oh, he calls, he calls it as like
1: true patriots. Oh, like there you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: So he's saying, you know, a true patriot believes these things, but also takes care or like takes these vitamins and takes these supplements and lives this lifestyle. So it's like I think it's part of like it's an image now. And also, he Alex Jones likes to make money, right? Yeah, like, of course, at the end of the day, patriotism second, yeah. making money first.
1: He so, like um, he I'm, I'm not. OK, I'm going to admit to this. Like, I've I've watched his his Joe interviews last couple. Oh yeah. Even though they're like three, three and a half hours, like I've gone in. Oh and once God. again, he has these nuggets of knowledge and truth that make sense. And then he talks about Nazis and Mars and you're like, okay, I'm done. Oh God. I'm done.
0: See, that's it. Like I, I don't, I didn't even watch it and I'm already like, oh, like it's just, it's too much. But like I said, maybe for some people, like they, they really truly feel like he yeah. is the voice. Like he is saying he's standing up for like.
1: Which is funny because like he paints himself as, as the, the primary source by which you should. <laughs> Like, filter all your information through. But, like, once again, he's just one person, right? And so, like, media responsibility doesn't really happen for a lot of people because, once again, they have, like, a dogmatic view of how they want to treat the world. So whether it's Fox News, whether it's CNN, whether it's, you know, the the quote-unquote, like, dirtbag left, like, podcast, like, Chapo Trap House, or whether it's Alex Jones, right? people filter their viewpoints through that or get their talking points through that and, like, don't bother to read opposition um, to whatever is coming up. Exactly. Which is why, like, on Twitter, I follow a bunch of people. Like, um, um, the buffoon Paul Joseph Watson was in here. He used to run a website called Prison Planet. Um, he is an Alex Jones collaborator. He also is just, like, he's insufferable. Um, But because of the, the London bombing, he shows up on camera at one point, and, like, he is just oh, yeah, he problematic himself. His... But, like, once again, like, he's another one of these people that, like is just tiring to like listen to after a while
0: but it's like an echo chamber right where it's like alex jones interviews people who also believe the same things he does and then be like look it must be real it's like okay but yeah you're interviewing someone who believes the exact same conspiracy theory you believe yourself
1: the whole reason i bring up paul Joseph watson though is because he's someone that i follow on twitter do i agree with anything he says absolutely not but I, i need to know outside of like the people i follow usually like what is going on in the world what is going on in that world right which is why like i have such interest in like um, uh, like a, a parlor right or like any of those MAGA led mm. QAnon led social media um, um, sites that purport to be like the true center for patriots because I'm I'm interested in see the thought process by which the majority or like a large portion of that population thinks because it helps better inform how to talk to people like that
0: right of course well I mean you know it When you're exploring things like this, you also, it it helps to know what people are thinking, right? Because if you only followed things that are in line with what you're thinking, you wouldn't be able to make commentary or talk about the other, what the other side or what, what's the different viewpoints that they're coming up with for sure. I've
1: talked about this before. Like I, it's the know your enemy defense. Like I've read the first 50 shades book just to like,
0: Oh my God. I've read all three.
1: Why? Why did you do all three?
0: Okay. I won't lie though. So speaking of London, I mean that 50 shades of gray came out while I was living in London. So everybody on the tube, like I'm talking like businessmen, like, like every single person was reading 50 shades of gray. It was like all everyone was talking about. So of course, like I was like, all right, I have to read this. And then I read it and I was like, oh my God, this is so badly written. And I'm sure everyone out there who has read 50 shades of gray can agree that it is terribly written with things like you know oh she was doing somersaults and like a she's such a goddess or i mean it was cringe
1: so let's talk about before we forget if, if no one's aware of this like 50 shades of gray started out as a twilight fanfic
0: yeah and then she changed subtly changed the names to anastasia and christian which were basically supposed to be like what what is it bella and edward uh, edward yeah so that's it they just changed around and no one's a vampire anymore and that's it but like people really got into it because it was just so like so scandalous and so but it wasn't even good like so of course you read the first one you're like there can't possibly the second one has to get better and then you read the second one you're like oh my god it's still awful the third one so you just you sort of get sucked into it and I finished the third one I was like oh my god where did the time go and then I, I refused to read the new one, though. Or what I, was it new or the one there they wrote from, like, Christian... His perspective, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, no. there's That's not needed.
1: Do you feel like maybe that's, like, subtle CIA brainwashing that you underwent?
0: What? Reading Fifty Shades of Grey?
1: Well, okay. So let me explain this to you. Um, the notion of reality TV, um, the notion of, like, American Idol, things like that. Like, the way by which um, society creates, like, mindless products to consume dulls people So I breasts. get,
0: like, distracted. Like, I was busy reading about Christian Grey... Controlling people's appetites when really I should have been reading the news. I mean, there's
1: a whole subset of, Maybe. Like, of people who do believe that all pop culture is like indoctrination.
0: Wow. Well. Wow, okay, but that's like extreme, or yeah. it's just like a distraction, well, right? I, I, For the I,
1: sheeple or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. That. And <laughs> that's the whole point is that the sheeple, like, sit in front of their TVs, eat their, their TV dinners or their fast food You were right? gonna say
0: Doritos, weren't you? No, I was,
1: I was trying to think. I was you were just say, thinking. I was gonna Doritos. say dinners. Well, we, we're not a Frito-Lay family because we've we've discussed this. Oh, right,
0: that's true. But um, I mean, Frito-Lay,
1: your your employees uh, properly. Don't let anyone die and uh, quickly replace them on the factory floors. Like, don't be dicks.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anyways, but the 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 notion that like um uh processed um fast food dulls the brain. Or makes like you so slow.
0: manufactured entertainment yeah. to just be like duh in yeah. front of it your It doesn't
1: want you it doesn't force you to go find like better pursuits, right? But then so like that's for the majority of the population, and then the other sort of subset falls into like QAnon rabbit holes and things like that, right? Right. Which is a whole other like larger thing that we could probably talk about. Um for a very long time about how someone comes to believe in something as like radical as QAnon because it's been proven that it's just like uh, a father and son, the Watkins clan on 8chan screwing around and suddenly yeah. like, it's it's this whole global thing.
0: So is E.L. James part of QAnon?
1: E.L. James uh, is a CIA op.
0: What? I know. Oh they, my god! Think about
1: it for a sec. Like it's not, it's not impossible. Not that I'm saying it yeah, is possible. But I I'm mean, just saying, my like,
0: God, that might explain why every used book sale you go to, there is a Fifty Shades of Gray, <laughs> <laughs> because everybody. has Do you has think read anyone it. has like
1: Bible coded, like the Fifty oh, Shades God. Books?
0: like the Da Vinci Code? Yeah, or
1: like, well, I mean, that was all the reason in that in the oh, mid-90s. the Bible
0: Code. You're right. I did read that. Did you really? Yeah, of course. Of course. In the late '90s. Yeah, of course. Well, like in church, like everyone's like, "Oh my God, did you see this book?" And of course, like yeah. I read it. I don't remember much about it, to be no honest. One does. No one <laughs> No.
1: So it's, I can't believe I'm about to admit this. So a lot of the Bible code has to do with like the different shapes that appear
0: Oh, I thought it had something to do with like every third letter spells yes. out okay. like So it spells something. out something,
1: but it creates when you input into certain systems, it creates like like holy shapes by which you can get mesmerized into oh. a certain kind of state.
0: Or like speak in tongues. Sorta, yeah. But like you enter Transcendence. in form of like
1: like meditation. Okay. It's very, very esoteric. Like even for by esoteric scenarios.
0: Wow. No, I definitely don't remember that. Um, or maybe I did see the shapes and I blocked <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember it. Instead of
1: being like programmed by the CIA, you were programmed by like, yeah. a, like a religious... Was nut- it just
0: a thing back then to create books that had the word like code in it? Yeah. Like, oh, the Bible code. Oh, the Da Vinci code. Or and then at, if you read it, you were like... Look at
1: like a lot of the Nostradamus stuff from the late 90s too, Yeah. But like, I mean, that has to do to more do with like anxieties but the new millennium, but... And Y2K. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah,
0: millennium, yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. No, but Yeah. I, do I so all this to say? Do I think Fifty Shades of Grey is some sort of like I don't know device CIA in Psy which up, yeah. yeah to if it is well, like, listen, like well Ultra done because M- not, no one saw that coming. Honestly, Amelie Ultra was
1: definitely a thing in the sixties, right? Like yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. They did a, a ton of like very weird experiments. Some right. of them, of based course. in Montreal, yeah, to Montreal, yeah, right? of course, with your alma mater McGill.
0: It's true. It's true. I was shocked when I found that out.
1: Um, uh, there have been stories about um, survivors wanting to sue. Um, McGill and the Canadian government for allowing this to happen on, on Canadian soil over the last couple of years. So like good for them for like finding the truth. Well, yeah,
0: us. that's for sure. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I would fall down that rabbit hole myself to think that this stuff is mass produced in order to distract. I mean, you know, I think at but one it, point, it does
1: explain the rise in like celebrity culture, right? Like the way in which we, we uh, stand certain things on certain people
0: or just how we spend so much of our time, like, instagram or yeah. netflix or whatever
1: i mean like is uh, is facebook a government off that there is a credible line of thought that, that suggests that a lot of the early funding money comes from the government the oh government. my god so we were people.
0: lied to in the social network <laughs> lies yeah.
1: we should have stuck uh, people were saying that, like myspace was the perfect social network and the more time continues the more i believe it to be true
0: we should all write a formal apology to what was his tom? Name? tom
1: yeah tom from sorry MySpace. tom but it's funny, about you, that. See, you see all these pieces now that say that, like Tom did it right, right? Like Tom walked away. He hasn't been a nuisance globally.
0: Tom was your friend.
1: Right, because he, he sold MySpace to Fox, I think.
0: Did he? I think oh.
1: so. Hold on. Maybe, I mean, let me use the power of the internet to, to All to he wanted
0: to do was be in your top six spaces, right? Eight. Eight? Oh my god. Okay. MySpace. <laughs> my brain is too, like I've taken over by, by all these things that like I now don't even remember the basic MySpace rules.
1: Yes, so uh, MySpace was bought. Um. by uh, News Corp, like M- Rupert Murdoch.
0: Oh, okay. Are you okay with that? I mean, I guess it happened. I can't <laughs> really do much about it. It's true. I mean, other than the fact that, like, you know, I could probably change the music that's on my page or put some coding on there.
1: So in June 2006, MySpace surpassed Yahoo and Google to become the most visited website in the United States. Did you know that? What? The big, big times. Big, big times.
0: Honestly, let's just bring it all back. Retro. MSN Messenger. Watch out. MySpace. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's log in. LimeWire.
1: AOL Instant Messenger. Right. Aim. Let's just
0: bring. Maybe there'll be a time in the world where like certain things will collapse and we'll have to go back to like like nothing will work and then somehow MSN will pop up and I'll be able to log on and off to get someone's attention (laughs) right yet again. Changing
1: your like your your display name to lyrics yet again. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do you think it would work on me? what like if we got oh, into a fight i definitely
0: would have had some like you know emo or like very very or like some sort of evanescence song lyrics that you would have been like ooh.
1: Love even, that. even as i'm married to you you're saying
0: this yeah 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 you'd be like right. oh like Husband if i trapped.
1: log in <laughs> <Husband> trapped.
0: <laughs> you'd be like ooh, check check those lyrics for sure so who knows maybe things will come back if if certain things don't you know stuff collapses msn will be there I mean, like,
1: like, uh, figures crossed Microsoft, if you're out there, listen to my wife, please. That's what you're hoping for.
0: That's it. We'll bring it back. (laughs) I don't know how we got from talking about Alex Jones to, you know, MSN messenger. Very easy.
1: CIA ops, CIA, uh, government funding, Facebook, Facebook, social network, social network, bringing back MSN. Right.
0: Or I'm just distracted by too many things. and (laughs) I I myself am the sheeple.
1: You could be, you could be, but I think the fact that you recognize that is like half the battle, right? Very possibly. I feel like this is a good place to end things, Steph. Thank you for joining us. Um, how do you feel about talking about Alex Jones after this, after 40 minutes of talking about Alex oh Jones? God,
0: he's, uh, I don't even have I mean, words. He's, been, he's been
1: effectively deplatformed unless you visit Infowars.com or Prison Planner or any of those things. You can't really find him apart from like be, <laughs> being on the Joe Rogan podcast once well, or so. Well, yeah,
0: there you go. I, it's funny. If I think of Infowars, I always think of the .com at the end because he always, always would say, it, yeah. or uh, I still enjoy that interview. Is it with Piers Morgan? The CNN, where, like, yeah. Or, he no, keeps, or, or was
1: it the BBC, I think? Or,
0: oh, I can't remember where it's like he's the person is trying to interview me and he just keeps like interrupting with like infowars.com check out the truth on infowars.com and it's just like, I don't know he he's like like i said he's such a character he can't help like, himself that's the thing again it
1: is he can't help himself and that's why he had in trouble telling us that like sandy hook was a false flag in 2012 and like being sued by those parents like good good sue him
0: yes exactly it's just disgusting drivel that he's saying about that and it's just no he deserves everything that came to him
1: so for christmas i don't want any of his like petri pills
0: oh my god we should just throw this like like a frisbee throw but then Do i'd be wanna... worried someone else would find this and, and like start
1: believing yeah yeah, yeah no
0: yeah. no one needs to, i don't know how we're gonna get rid of this we'll have to get really creative they we
1: should offer it. So if people want to follow us on social media, double underscore density or double density podcast on Instagram, uh, send us a message. If you want a free Alex Jones film, let's just do this. Let's get rid of this.
0: I mean, if you can find us on MSN, feel free to yeah, message us that's, there too. That's how
1: they, yeah, that's how they're going to put the DVD. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Us that means
0: you really want it. Yeah. That's all I can say.
1: <laughs> um, Steph, thank you for joining us. And uh, as I just noted, you can go ahead and find double density over on Twitter, double underscore density on Instagram. Uh, to Double Density Podcast. I'll be posting a picture of this and the cast list, I think, too. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And then if you head over to DoubleDensity.net, you could see um, uh, all kinds of things, including pictures of me and Angelo. Angelo, of course, being MIA. He is uh, busy on vacation. I'm not quite sure. He's playing Stardew Valley. He's playing IRL Stardew Valley. He's wearing his stupid dad hat. Um, I showed you a picture of him at a national park, right? So
0: there you go. Hi, Angelo. Hi,
1: Angelo, wherever you are. Uh, Good luck. Godspeed. You'll be hearing this episode much in the same way everyone else is, Angelo. So uh, good luck with that. I actually like I had this whole bit I was going to do that I realized was like too laborious. Um, So for the last couple of days, I've been like um, reversing his speech in the last episodes to find something like juicy that like he admits to something. Oh, Um, like backmasking style. But like there's nothing there. It's just there's not enough for me to like want to like gotcha him.
0: No, no, no. It's too. It's a lot of work.
1: It is a lot of work, and like I, I maybe spent like 45 minutes on it and realized like it was just a useless endeavor, so I stopped. That's okay. Until next time, uh, you can go ahead and uh, just cheer us on. Once again, if you want this uh, Alex Jones DVD, let us know via social media. Steph, it's been a pleasure. Same here. I will see you um, in the same room or another room in like two minutes.
0: Yeah, I know, I know where you're at. <laughs> I know I'm going to – yeah, I'll, we'll see each other.
1: Exactly, worried. yeah. Um, thankfully, the cat hasn't made an appearance, which I'm surprised by.
0: Yeah, exactly. She's
1: very vocal these days. She stay amazing. out. Yeah. Um, This is it for episode 170 of the Double Identity Podcast, and you can tune in next week as Angela makes his mysterious return. See you, everyone.
0: Thanks, everyone.